everybody. It's Dave again, and we're back discussing by position Tyler Fornis of Climbing the Pocket Network's top five player prospects. And where does he see them going? Who's his favorite? Let's bring on Tyler and tell us about what is your next position. We are going to talk running backs here today, Dave. And this is a really interesting group because it's it's very top-heavy. There's some really, really good players. And then there's a relatively steep drop-off after about round three where you're not going to find a lot of those round four and five Jordan Howard types in this draft. That's unusual. Mm-hmm. All right. Let's start with who is your number five? My number five is Mississippi State's Kylan Hill. And one of the things that I noticed about Kylan that, you know, when I watched his 2019 film is he didn't have a lot of pass catching reps, and that was a really big question mark. And going into 2020, Mike Leach really didn't do him any favors. But what he did do was give him some reps catching the football. And that first game against LSU, the only game where the Mississippi State offense was any good, Kylan Hill had that 75-yard wheel route where he, he jumped and extended for the ball took it to the house for a touchdown. Kylan Hill is a violent runner. He runs with power. He's got good, adequate speed. He needs to work with some vision in the open field and overall in order to really maximize his potential. But I love the intensity and aggressiveness that he plays with. He will uh, run around the corner, run you over, stand over you, and talk crap. And I absolutely love that kind of player. Kylan Hill has a good future in the National Football League. I think he's probably going to be around three, round four type player. Probably the last of those kind of running backs I mentioned in the intro where he is going to be a successful player. Uh, one guy that just missed uh, my top five, which I know a lot of people love, is Kenneth Gainwell from Memphis. Uh, kind of that same Antonio Gibson type hybrid. I preferred Hill to Gainwell because he's Hill has a, more of the, the size and the build that you're looking for isn't nearly as quick as Gainwell, but I think when you look at the overall body of work, Hill becomes my number five relatively comfortably. Who do you have at number four? That would be UNC's Michael Carter. Now, North Carolina had two really, really good running backs break out this year. And Michael Carter was kind of the lightning to Javante Williams' thunder. Carter is a very quick and elusive back, and he has relatively adequate uh, deep speed, but he doesn't have the ability to kind of break away. Uh, what he does do is he cuts very, very fluid. When he, he sees something and he needs to break it to the outside, he doesn't have to take a false step. And he's just able to keep his momentum going throughout the cut. And that, that is something that I really appreciated. He can run through tacklers at only 5'8", 200 pounds. He's very thick. And that really helps him uh, be able to run through contact and keep his balance. And he's really good out of the backfield catching the football. And if you're going to be taking a running back in kind of that round two, round three range where Carter's going to go, that's going to be the ideal spot for him is to be that change of pace back initially especially with this becoming a two-back league, he is going to be a fantastic complement to a power-type back. I would love to see him in Tennessee working with Derrick Henry and just having the, kind of like that old-school 
lightning and thunder approach that, that the Giants used in the early, early 2000s with Ron Dane and Tiki Barber. Uh, Michael Carter is a really, really good football player, and I wouldn't be shocked to see him be successful in the league for a decade. 5'8 at 200 pounds sounds like a little bowling ball. Has he got uh, the speed? He's got adequate speed. He's not going to break away from guys. He's more quick than fast. And I think it adds like the 5'8", 200 pound. You're looking at a guy who's built more like Darren Sproles than you are like more of a bowling ball. He is, it's very well distributed weights and he's, he carries it well. And he's able to utilize that body frame to run through contact and be able to pick up more yards afterwards. Cool. Who do you have for number three? My number three is, is going to be a little bit of a surprise, but it's Alabama's Najee Harris. Now, my top three running backs all received low first-round grades for me, and they're all separated by a total of a half a point, and Najee Harris barely lost the tiebreaker. He's a fantastic football player, and if you have him ranked in the top 10 in your class, I, I can totally get it. Uh, Najee Harris is as close to a complete running back, being able to do all things at an exceptionally high level that we've seen in quite some time. He it reminds me a little bit of Le'Veon Bell because you can flex him as a genuine receiver. He's a patient runner in the backfield, and that he's able to run through contact. Now, uh, Najee is not perfect, but he's really good at just about everything. But he doesn't have that true game-breaking speed that I really prioritize in a running back, which is why I have him a little bit lower. Uh, but he's so diverse in everything that he can bring to the table. He, he was able to do it at Alabama, winning a national championship, and his leaping ability is just fun. If guys go just a little bit too low, he's going to hurdle them like he's a, like he's running track. And Najee Harris is a fantastic, fantastic football player, and I would not be shocked if he goes at 18 to the Dolphins, 24 to the Steelers, and he's really going to challenge that running backs don't man, matter crowd. Cool. Who do you have at number two? My number two is uh, the other North Carolina running back, Javante Williams. Javante is very similar to Najee in the fact that he's a very complete back. He is really good at uh, cutting. Uh, he's very shifty for a guy his size and runs like a bowling ball. Like if somebody comes at him, they're going to need to arm and body tackle him. You you can't just throw yourself at him because he's going to bounce right off of you and keep going. He had a run against Miami where it was kind of like the, like the toddler version of the Marshawn Lynch beast quake. Just he kept going and going when guys were coming at him left and right. And it was really, really impressive. Williams has really good vision to find the hole. I thought he did a great job at, at cutting back and bursting through and his, his deep speed for how big he is, is pretty good. And I really enjoyed watching Javante Williams play. And he's going to go in early round two, and he's going to make somebody really, really happy. They say running backs don't matter, and you can get them way low. You've obviously said there's a big drop-off this season. Who do you have as your number one and could possibly go as high as the first round? Uh, my number one running back is Travis Etienne out of Clemson. And when you talk about Travis Etienne, it's really interesting because 
before last football season, there was talk of him being scared catching the football. Like it, it was a direct quote from him. He was really nervous to catch the ball, but he really found a way to figure that out and really excelled uh, in 2019 and 2020 and became a dynamic pass catcher. Travis Etienne has legit track style speed and he ran in the low four fours at like 220 pounds, which is just incredible. He's also got elite contact balance where if a guy's hit him, he's able to sustain his balance and keep going. He's able to cut back. He's going to thrive inside his own scheme. And Travis Etienne is just a fantastic, fantastic football player. And I really think that he's going to thrive at the NFL level. And that's why I have him as my number one back. Not bad. I'm hearing rumors that Pittsburgh may be looking at a running back in the first round. Uh, That's why I asked. Also, out of all these guys, how are they on their pass blocking? Because we know in today's modern NFL, you want a back that can uh, pick up the oncoming rusher. Mm -hmm. Do these guys show that they have that ability? Yes. uh, I think the three best at it are going to be Najee Harris, Javante Williams, and far and away the best is Kylan Hill. What he was able to do with the senior bowl handling linebackers, it was, he was like playing junior high kids. He was just throwing them around and and it not letting anybody penetrate even close to the quarterback. So when you're taking a guy who you don't expect to be your bell cow, those are the ones you really want to make sure that that pass blocking is top tier. And Kylan Hill fits the bill. I think that Michael Carter and Travis Etienne are capable, but I don't think it's a major strength for them whereas I do for the other three guys. And Kylan Hill, is he's one of my favorite players in this class. And I think where you're going to take him, pass blocking is even at more of a premium. Because you you want your first and second round running backs to be able to do it, but you can kind of maneuver around it and kind of get away with it being just okay. But your, your change of pace backs, your third down backs, they got to have that as a strength, and Kylan does. Good. Awesome. Well, that wraps up the running backs. So next, we're going to move on to the next position tomorrow. Stay tuned and watch. And in the meantime, skull everybody! Skull everybody!